The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. One day I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back. Tear? Sarah Jane? And welcome to the Doctor Who pod, proudly brought to you by SGP World Media. I am Sai, and today is our third and final draft episode to decide what we are going to be having a look at for our fifth season of the podcast. Joining me first off is, of course, my partner in time. And time is an issue today because we have a little bit of a delay on the recording. So please bear with us. It's my partner in time, of course, Dan Griffin. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm brilliant. Uh, BT Internet, on the other hand, is an absolute shitter, so apologies if we end up talking over each other on this episode. But it's a third and final draft, it's all good, and it means after today, mate, the only confusions that you'll be having is what we're doing week to week rather than how things work. Yeah, and we normally record on uh, a Sunday, normally as a rough rule, so I will do the traditional messaging you Friday night, what are we looking at this week, every single week until we finish? <laughs> Yeah, you will, and I don't mind, because I've got it all listed out. Speaking of getting it listed out, we need to get our last four picks, which is what this is all about. So we've got our guests from season four. We've got Chris Lewis come uh, come back to help us out. We've got Tom the Publican, and we've got Benny Mack. I've put them in the wrong order, but bollocks. <laughs> At this point, we'll just go with who's available first. <laughs> yeah. So then, you mentioned the guests there. First of all, we'll jump across to our good buddy Chris. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm good, thank you. Always good to be on with you guys and talk about Doctor Who. Um, <clears throat> bit interesting with the roulette system this series, so it's been interesting to see what I end up with because there's a lot of classic stuff I've not seen. So, could be a learning journey for me, finding out some stuff about some more classic stories, which is always a good thing. Yeah, great stuff, mate. Great stuff. And we haven't got many doctors left tonight, Dan, have we? No, we haven't. We've got William Hartnell, Tom Baker, Colin Baker and David Tennant. I think all our guests at this point are hoping to get Tennant because it's the only doctor any of them really, really know about from Tom. <laughs> yeah, definitely so. Definitely so. Uh, okay, doke. Well, Dan, I'll just hand over to you then, mate, and we'll, uh, we'll get on with the role and, and crack on from there, shall we? Yeah, no problem at all. I'm, I'm using my uh, my four-sided dice today uh, because as it turns out, so for the last one, when I needed that eight-sided dice, I hadn't lost it. I'd just forgotten where I put it. I found it this morning. Uh, so that was oh. good. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Chris gave us uh, the Stolen Earth and Journeys N2 card for last time, so I figure you'll be uh, wanting David Tennant again. Yeah, I think I've got a good David Tennant story arc picked. So another two-parter, but... I think it's a good one, an interesting one to dive into. So we'll see what the rule gives you. So here it goes. That is number three. So you get Colin Baker. 
Okay, so the Colin Baker story that I chose, purely just looking at the name and thinking it sounded cool, was Mysterious Planet. Ah, interesting. I'm fairly certain somebody else was going to give us Mysterious Planet if they got Colin Baker, but I can't remember who it was. So it's in, we've, had, we've had that a few times during this, this kind of new process for picking our stories, where a lot of the guests tend to have crossover episodes so it's quite interesting when more than one person goes for that one particular story um dan do you know anything about mysterious planet i know absolutely nothing so i'm going in completely okay. blind okay um i have watched it on britbox but it was a long time ago when we first got britbox i put it on and it's one of those that i sort of chucked on the telly and went to went to sleep to at night time sort of thing it's the beginning of the trial of a time lord season the whole season is linked throughout they're separate stories but they're all linked for this trial of a time lord kind of effort so we get gallifrey the time lords and all this sort of stuff um perry is the companion i think i'm fairly certain she is in this but also mel turns up at some point also some point mel turns up as well but i think that's later in the trial of a time lord so she may not be part of this one but that aside, I don't remember much. So it's going to be quite interesting for me too, Chris. That's good. It's always good to give you something to get revisit. So it's always fun. Yeah, there we go, mate. There we go. Well, thank you very, very much for taking the time out of your day to join us for this crazy nonsense where we try and uh, randomly select Doctor Who stories from the past. Is there anywhere you want to tell people where they can find you online for any content of your own? Uh, main thing is my Twitter at ChrisLewis37. Uh, I've got YouTube. I do a lot of gameplay videos at the moment, which is youtube.com forward slash ChrisReactor1. And I do have a game podcast on Visionaries Global Media, but it's not that frequent at the moment because I've just had a load of stuff going on outside with like work and life in general. So, yeah, why not? So I'm problem. trying to get back into the podcast, but. Um, They've done two in the last six months, so it's not really a good track record <laughs> at the moment. But well, you say that that's two more than some other people, so nothing wrong with that, my friend. So there we go. Again, thank you so so much, Chris. No, Dan, always a pleasure. Who are we looking at next, Dan? Oh well, let's see. Should we go to uh, Should we go to Benny or Tom next? How do, which do you fancy? Either or, bud. Either or. Right, next up, we'll go across to Benny, because he was the next guest in the series. Benny, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, sorry, me, yes. I'm good, I'm doing all right, yeah. <laughs> Con- concentrating as ever, yeah, not like we've done. Concentrating, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done one of these podcasts overall, let alone coming back on Doctor Who pod as well, so, you know. Gotta... Well, I've said there's dust all over the equipment. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing well, <laughs> to be fair. Anyway. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> you were, uh, yeah, you gave us the, uh, the Eccleston series, the uh, series episode the unquiet dead and uh, i think i was definitely pleasantly surprised going back and watching because it, it never used to be one of my favorites uh, i think Sai pretty much uh, loved it as well yeah did i put it at number two why why do you keep asking me about your rankings i don't know them down i assumed you did <laughs> no, I, I write my own down uh okay. <laughs> you write yours down <laughs> I, well, said I don't remember my scores for Quantum Leap for waiting room, so hopefully Sai's got them written down because I don't remember what the fuck I've said for those. So you know, 
Well, it's, on that note, obviously I do the, the HBK podcast now on my own, um, and I've been rating the you know Shawn Michaels matches and so on. I just put a few things together the other day, and I had to go back and listen to ratings on previous episodes. Um, <laughs> it turns out I started off rating it out of five, and I'm currently rating stuff out of ten now. So it shows how much attention I pay to my own shows. Never mind. <laughs> And now next week's show will be five stars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of 20. <laughs> oh, God. If, if you start rating things on a Meltzer scale, I'd like to rethink my involvement in SGP World Media. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I think everybody would, to be honest. Let's face it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But we'll get to kill somebody. Fucking Dave Meltzer. And we've, <laughs> and we've got... We've got I, think, I think that was uh, that was Tom Carnett in Beardy. <laughs> double layer, oh, double onion, motherfucker! Kill somebody. Sounds like a guy from Family Guy. That's <laughs> a whistle. To Jim, Jim Cornette by way of <laughs> Jim Cornette by way of Herbert the pervert. <laughs> I can remember his name, but yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I remember it because it rhymes. And uh, I'm quite good at I'm quite good at remembering things from the mid 2000s <laughs> and nonces. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, hi Tom. <laughs> it's going to be an editing that, nightmare. <laughs> we need that. We need that add into like a soundboard so that when anybody's like reeling off anything, oh. just going and this and that and this and that, and then just at the end you press the button and you go and nonces. <laughs> <laughs> Right, fuck it. <laughs> Benny's oh, role. Yeah. Benny's role. <laughs> Benny's already said off air that he's uh, he's going to be useless for anything outside of tenant. If it gets tenant, I'm going to fucking react like England have just won the fucking World Cup, mate. If I get tenant now, I'm going to go fucking <laughs> mental. You got what? A, a one in three chance? Yeah. I got a thirty-three yeah. in a per- <laughs> third chance. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, TNA's sacrificed it, boy. <laughs> Right. We're getting all the rest of it. Booker dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tiny dice, and I've got big fingers. Well, you need to drop Stop it. Stop making excuses. <laughs> Shut up. I've rolled the dice, and it is a one. You've got William Hartnell. Ooh. Who's that? No, we're joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not bad. It's the first doctor, isn't it? I, I, you yeah. know, I've only ever seen clips, to be fair, so... Um, <laughs> so what have we got to do now? Tell you what I've picked out of this list, is it? Well, ideally, so that me and Sam know what we're covering. Okay, well, um, again, I don't know. <laughs> I wish I'd got Tom Baker, actually. The Tom Baker story sounds a lot more horrific, to be fair. But <laughs> um, uh, So uh, this this one was, uh, I think, it, well, according to Wikipedia, aired in, on the 5th of March, 1966. So Cy si was about three years old. Um, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how dare you? He was two. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's my bad. Sorry. Yeah, um, and uh, it's called the Ark, and that's all I really know about it. Okay. Uh, I did get. I got the description. Uh, it's oh, hang on. Let me. I've got to get me freaking list out now. Two seconds. Um, cool, anyway, the list out. <laughs> uh, the doctor searches for a cure for a fever that has spread across the human and monoid races on the uh, on a board a ship. Uh, oh, I don't know. Who have no immunity to it? The last two episodes is set seven hundred years later or something. I don't know. It's some sort of arc. I don't really know. <laughs> That's as far as I got. Really, to be honest with you, very helpful. It sounded good. In the, the, I'm trying to read it now. 
It's something to do. Some uh, Dodo's first journey, so I'm guessing that's a companion of the Doctor. Okay, yeah, so yeah. it's someone's yeah. first. So I thought that'd be quite cool. The Ark grabbed me anyway because the name, and um, it was uh, a companion of the Dodo. Uh, the story is Dodo's first journey as a companion of the Doctor. It's also the earliest serial of the third season to exist in its entirety, apparently as well. So because uh, I think they lost some of the footage, didn't they? I believe. Yes. Um, so yeah, tons of it. Yeah. So I didn't. I mean, I like the name "The Ark," so that was mm. cool. Anyway, in the first place, so luckily it's a full episode that isn't lost to time as well. So I'm I'm willing to bet there's a character called Noah in this series. In this serial, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've I have started watching this in the past. Uh, I don't. That's think a good I've sign. Ever, <laughs> I, don't I guess. finished it. Um, but we just read the description now in front of me here. It, it, the last two episodes are set 700 years later in the same location, so that's going to be quite interesting. And mm, yeah. yeah, Dodo and Steve and other companions. I, I, I fucked it up, but yeah, that's what I was trying to read a minute ago. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and and it's all about um, a plague or some virus or something like that. And the doctor, like Benny said, is looking for a cure for it to help the humans and whatever race is, is living there alongside the humans and so on. But it's Stephen and Dodo. Have we seen those before, Dan? I'm not sure we have. Have we? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were in. Um... The Hartnell episode that we covered this season, Celestial Toy Maker. Because Dodo oh, was, a, yes. she was a complete fucking dodo, wasn't she, in that episode? Yeah, she was she was a knobhead, wasn't she? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. so hoping for better this season, probably to be yeah, honest. Yeah, no, that, that sounds it sounds really interesting to me. I I don't remember anything about what I have what little I have seen of it. So yeah, definitely gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm getting away from that. Brilliant. Out of interest, though, Benny, what were, what would have been your pick for, for Tenant or Tom Baker? Uh, well, the Tom Baker one was uh, Horror of Fang Rock. Oh. Okay. Um, and I read the description of the Tardis lands near an isolated rocky island lighthouse just after a comet strikes a nearby sea and a sudden chilling fog rolls in. Soon after, electrical problems take hold of the generator and one of the keepers dies mysteriously. It almost sounds like one of those old school a murder sort of things when in a yeah. house somewhere in the country and the, mm, the phones have gone, so you know, it sounds, it sounds, it actually sounds quite cool. I thought that was quite, um, it is fucking brilliant. It is one of my favorite Doctor <clears throat> Who stories of all time. I love it. It's so atmospheric and creepy just by, there's hardly anything. They're, they're in a lighthouse. So all it is, is like, you know, shots of the lighthouse from a distance and then small rooms, but it is, it's, it's, it's creepy. There's an atmosphere to it. It's, re- it's a really good story. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it sounds a bit like a like a hammer horror sort of thing. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's like. the. I'm... So I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's the the second time in these draft episodes where somebody's mentioned they were going to have, uh, bang, you know, Fang Rock and, and size nearly creamed his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, put it this way: if we ever got back to you and me picking the stories, like we, we've not done that for a while fully, have we? Like the first no. season of the podcast, we picked them all, and that was the, the very first episode of the podcast itself. I picked Genesis of the Daleks. And that's mm. the only time in the, in in our show's run that I've been um, able to pick a Tom Baker story. If I was able to pick a Tom Baker story now, I'd be looking at Horror Fang Rock or possibly. Talons of Wang Chang. Do you want to? Don't you want to cover that one because it's horrifically racist? Yes, it's ridiculously funny. <laughs> not, for, not racism is funny. From <laughs> <laughs> from a seventies viewpoint of, uh, yeah, oh. I'll go that like. Right. It's twenty twenty three, mate. You get cancelled for eating a chicken wing these days. Come on, you can't yeah, say chill. This is very true. <laughs> is is, is very that true. a Suella Braverman badge you're wearing? 
Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. right next to my swastika. And uh... <laughs> oh, okay, starting to see why I had a break from podcasting for a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, join Dan next week on the Doctor Who pod with co host Charlie, my daughter, because I'll have been cancelled. And um... <laughs> What is uh, this? What is this? What is this becoming? Yeah, that, I, knew, I knew it was going to be chaos, but bloody hell! Yeah, back on the rails. Yeah, it did sound. It was, Tom Baker was one of the first ones I picked, like because I was going through the list of who you had, and I, literally, I don't know. I was just I obviously googled it and everything, and um, and I was just going through the list of the episodes, and I, for some reason, horror and fan rock just like so I went. I know, I know one you haven't covered it, and two, I was like, that sounds quite good. I don't know. Then mm. as I looked into the story a bit more, I was like, this sounds actually quite quite good, <laughs> to be mm. honest. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know, Benny, but the 1st of November, all the Classic Who is going to be available on the BBC iPlayer, rather than being behind a paywall on BritBox or um, well, ITVX cool. or whatever. So you'll be able to check any of these stores out for nothing. So You just blow Tom's mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I saw that there was a load of things coming up, but I assume it was it was things like uh, Sarah Jane Adventures and Canine and Company um, yeah. and other masturbatory aids. Uh, I didn't know the whole <laughs> shebang was coming. Yeah, the whole, yeah. Um, and do you remember <laughs> Doctor Who Confidential? You just described a show that features predominantly school kids as a masturbatory aid. Well, if Sai's so doing racism, man, yeah, I'll, I'll take the nonsense. nonsense. <laughs> you know, I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm a retired professional wrestler, you know, for God's sake, we've got form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Doctor Who Confidential, they're, they're putting all that on there as well. Apparently, the only episode they're going to have trouble getting the getting on ITV, or, or sorry, on the iPlayer, is An Unearthly Child, the very, very first episode from 1963. Because the son of the person who wrote it or produced it or something like that um, is very anti-BBC and is not allowing them to have the rights to show that one. So, It'll be on GB News. It'll be perfect. Yes, there we go. <laughs> I'm not tuning into GB, BBC, but Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, talent, Benny, what did you have for him? Um, I think you've covered pretty much. I'm not all. I'm not going to say all the good ones. There's a lot of good ones you have already covered. So it was quite hard mm. to pick one, but ultimately it would end up being a two-parter because of you have there was two that were stuck in my head, but they're both two-parters. One okay. was um, I've forgotten the freaking name of it, which is bad, but it's the one where he uh, goes to Mars. A Satan's Pit leads into as well. I can't remember what the first episode oh, called. Okay. It leads into in, Satan's in, Pit. Impossible Planet in the Satan's Impossible, Pit. Yeah. That's it, yeah, I thought that was brilliant. The way that ended with the the guy with the eyes and the freaking stuff on his face at the time was really cool. Mm. But the, one, ultimately, one of my favourites. Yeah, but ultimately the one I went for was a Silence in the Library because it was like oh. again the two parter was a bloody great one. So. Um, I don't know how, whether you would have covered a two-part, or I don't know, but... <laughs> yes, <laughs> for those ones, yes, we would. <laughs> or, every time I think of Silent to Library, all the, the only thing I remember straight off, if somebody says to me, to me that episode, is, hey, who turned up the lights? That is all I remember every single time. Oh, you know, because yeah. it's the guy in the suit, the Vashonarada and everything, which was really <laughs> it, very it clever. Repeats, it repeats 3,000 times. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's why, probably why. But it's one of those ones because it uses a monster that you don't really see, the, the shadows and stuff. Same as yeah. and it's the same sort of vibe of what Blink was, although Blink is better slightly because of the statues in the initial run of those. But like, it's that sort of bad guy that's um, that doesn't have a face, which makes it slightly scarier, I guess. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Silence of Library was a was a great episode. I thought. 
Yeah, it was. Right, we'll get on to Tom's role now then. Yeah, uh, roll me. Was that was that just a growly voice or did you burn? No, I just said roll me. All right, <laughs> Tom. Obviously, you gave us the uh, the invasion of time, which what a masterpiece. Very much, which very much split opinion. <laughs> split you, love. I liked it. Don't threaten me with a good time. No. <laughs> However, I, however, I did go out and well, I say go out. I ordered it off Amazon. I did order the book, and I have read it. And you're right; the the book version of it is actually very, very good, and much superior to the uh, to the show. So, just yes. shows that there was there was something in there. But yes, it, you know, if you travel through a, 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 a mine full of a mile of shit, you will find a diamond. <laughs> I got my diamond redemption wrong, didn't I? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Well, no, just for the purpose of the comedy, that was Tom spilling all his drinks. No, it's 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 amazing. <laughs> right, well, we'll get your roll out out of the way. Then I've got a four-sided die. There's only two left, so I'm going to say odds for Tom Baker, evens for uh, David Tennant. I know they said Billy Martin, then, but we've just rolled him. So there we go. And I can't see that. Bring it into the light. And it's a three. So you've got Tom Baker. Again? Oh. Yeah. Again. Right. Uh, okay. Uh. Mm. I've got to make a decision now. Well, I'm very happy you've got Tom Baker because you actually let slip what your David Tennant pick was going to be. And you were going to make us do Love and Monsters. I, I oh, was. Fuck. I was. But I, I, I was going to... I was going to... Um, uh, play that against. I was going to, you know, have a good one or a bad one. The good one was Love and Monsters. Sorry, the bad one was Love and Monsters. The good one was Midnight. Oh, I nearly chose Midnight for mine, actually. Midnight's a great one. I, um, I'll give you. Can I give you some trivia about Midnight? Yes, please do. It is the first Doctor Who story since. The Genesis of the Daleks, which doesn't have the TARDIS in it. Oh, wow. <sighs> Didn't, even know <laughs> Didn't even know it. <laughs> it was that good. <laughs> yeah. So that's just a little bit of trivia. Right. Okay. Don't they get into the TARDIS right at the end? No, because that is one of my two picks for Tom Baker. Uh, so I've, I've got it down to two. So, a three, actually. Three. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to... I'll throw them at you, and I just want to... I'll gauge your reaction, and then then we'll, we'll, we'll pick. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I've got Revenge of the Cybermen, okay. which follows on directly from um, Genesis of the Daleks. Uh, City of Death. Right. Okay. Which is a banger. Mm. Or Sharda. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Ooh, I don't Sharda's, know. Sharda's one that's... <laughs> Sharda's all animation, isn't it? No. It, it's it's about... Mm, half animation. <laughs> but I, I, I watched it last week. And it's a banger. Rob... My, my co-host of UTT might actually kill me if we cover Shadow without him. No more, no more, John, you mentioned. Although, I think Shadow's actually going to be his pick. 
Yeah, he was getting there. Well, he didn't get yeah, Tom Baker, did he? No. No, I'll leave it to you. It's up there to tell him. If you got Tom, if you got Tom Baker, you could say, shut up. Um, <laughs> but now but he, he can, can shut up his face. <laughs> he, he he can have tenant. He can give you love and monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob rolled, uh, Pert, Rob rolled uh, John Pertwick and gave his Planet of Spiders. <gasps> Ooh. The jazz standards. Uh, oh, it's Rob terrible. Uh, yeah, come to Cambridge with me. Sharda. Sharda. Okay. Sharda. Great choice. A lot about it. I, 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 I believe it was. I believe it was Sharda where they used the Tom Baker footage punting on the Thames for the five doctors. Uh, oh, not yes. the Thames. Punting somewhere. The what? Sorry. The five doctors. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. What was the river? I don't know. I said the Thames because I misspoke. Where is it set? Cambridge. I don't fucking know. The river it's all to me. <laughs> this is my town. This is where I live. <laughs> It's anything south of Manchester's just the south. Absolute fucking ape. I'm so glad I left Bradford. Where's Barnsley in relation to York? Where's Barnsley in relation? It's about, uh, Barnsley, about 30 miles away. I can't remember, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, there's somebody who lives in the village where my pub is who was actually an extra in Sharda. Oh, really? oh, brilliant. She's called Prue Van Den Horn. Great name. What a fantastic yeah. name. She, well, that's her married name. She's an absolutely tiny woman. She's married to this uh, six foot ten inch Dutch lad, and they're, they're quite amusing. Um, but uh, yeah, so you get to see Grantchester Meadows, you get to see the Green Man pub, which is now absolutely fucking shit. It used to be absolutely brilliant. We used to be in there all the time. Yeah, uh, I don't think the Red Lion was built then, but you see the Red Lion pub, you see some of the backs yeah. of Cambridge. So, you know, come to my town, yeah. have a little visit. We should, shouldn't we? We should. Yeah, I'm there. still welcome. But of course you are, but you have to be on a leash. <laughs> Is that for your personal preference or for the town's preference? I'm just grateful for the attention, Dan. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the story is it's a cracking story it is a cracking story um, and if you don't fall in love with Dr. Cronitis Kron Crohn's disease something I don't remember his name Dr. Crohn's disease <laughs> but it, 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 <laughs> Dr. Cystitis um, I, I, I look forward to falling in love with Dr. Hepatitis yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, step doctor? <laughs> oh no! We'll come back to that. Um, yeah, anyway, it's it's a lovely little story. Um, I think I think you'll enjoy. It. Even with the animation, um, the the guy who plays the bad guy voices the uh, cartoon version of himself in in the animation of it. It's oh, okay. It's it's a lovely story. It's a good story. You, you you'll enjoy it. I hope. And, and there's a, there's a bit to get into as well, isn't there? A, a sort of away from the story itself. I guess wasn't this is affected by some strikes and something? Yes, yeah, which is why, why it was why it was never yeah. finished. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, Rob, Rob's told me a lot of that when we were drunk, so I can't remember any of what he told me. I just now need to see it. Yeah, so we'll now throw over to our super secret mystery final guest. Who is it? So then, a replacement for the last pick of our draft episodes, Dan, because Burnley Chris was unavailable for numerous different reasons, a bit difficult to pin him down and uh, get our schedule to coincide with his schedule and so on. So, picking our last doctor for our fifth season, 
um, on, on this random dice rolling experiment, ultimate carnage that you put together for us. And uh, overjoyed, I think, with what they would have been left with is my daughter, Charlie. Charlie, hello. Hi. How you doing? Good. Excellent stuff. You've not really spoke to Dan before, have you? Not really. Properly? No? You no, say despite, the fact that, despite the fact that one of your paintings <laughs> is pride of place next to my telly. <laughs> Which, thank you very much. I got that after, uh, after yeah. two years. Because size thick as pig shit. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, do you remember painting that TARDIS, Charlie? Yeah. Yeah, and it was supposed to be a Christmas present and we I forgot oh, to send it. Oh, there's a cat behind you. Yeah, watch out. Okay. Yes, she's, <laughs> she's one the crazy actually, one as well. Is that one that's actually supposed to be in your house? Or? Yes, yeah. yeah she, she lives here. She's the one who kills all the mice and leaves their arse. <laughs> that's her. That's the she's famous the mouse-ass cat. <laughs> she is a psychopath, my friend. She's absolutely crazy, but there we go. So, um, as Charlie knows, as you know, and as the listeners know, we've gone through all the different guests who have been on the show beforehand. Um, Dan, you have been rolling your dice and people have been selecting doctors and stories. Well, the dice has been selecting the doctor. They have been selecting the story for us. So it's all been completely random. One doctor left. Do you want to tell Charlie who she's left with? Yeah, and something that I definitely, 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 definitely didn't rig. Uh, you've got <laughs> David Tennant, Charlie. How do you feel about that? Really good. Good stuff, because uh, I know you've been on the uh, on the watch through with the uh, with old fuzzy face over there. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just it panned out quite nicely. David Tennant, who I think I'm right in saying is is your doctor. Yeah. Yeah, he's your favourite, isn't he? He is. He's your favourite. Do you want to talk to us a little bit about um, about Doctor Who in general and and y- your fandom? Y- how much you how much you like it? What you like about it, and so on? Because it was kind of via the podcast that started you off with Doctor Who, isn't it? Because I was yeah. watching something for our very first season. And I called you in to watch it with me, and that kind of kicked it off of us, didn't it? Yeah. So, what was it that first appealed to you the first time you saw saw a few episodes? Um, I don't really know because it's a while ago, but I think it was just the fact that it was like different from everything else that I've watched that I watch. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it, and I really like stuff with space and all that. So it was really cool. Yeah. I guess. Okay. I know you fell in love with Rose Tyler as well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Dan, you were going to say. No, I was going to say, it's, it's just a different type of sci-fi, isn't it? There's there's all sorts of stuff out there, <clears throat> excuse me, like Star Wars and Star Trek that's all, you know, pew, pew, shooty, bang, bang, and, and whatnot. But Doctor <laughs> Who's, <clears throat> excuse me, but Doctor Who's just, it's a bit more nuanced, a bit more sort of intelligent about things. Mm. And you know it, it's not all. It, in fact, the doctor goes out of his way or her way to to not kill and, and not you know it's not all gunfights and and messing about. There's there's actually a bit more of a, a bit more of a deeper meaning to it. I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, we've sort of, sort of dipped your toe a little bit into classic here as well re- recently with me, haven't you? We watched a Tom Baker story. And we watched uh, Black and White William Hartnell one, didn't we? And then we yeah. watched a Sylvester McCoy story, which is a Sylvester McCoy story we're going to be covering for season five of the podcast. So, yeah, what did you think about those classic who's? I know you're not 100% convinced just yet, are you? Not really. 
Feel free to say that some of them are a bit crap. <laughs> yeah, we know that ourselves. <laughs> uh, was the black and white one difficult, the most difficult to watch back, or did you find the history of it quite interesting? Um, I, I don't really know, because I don't like watching stuff that's in black and white that much. Mm-hmm. So it was... I don't want to say difficult to watch, but like sort of that. That's yeah. the only way I can describe it. Oh, that's fair enough. That's fair not, enough. not quite to your taste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there we go. Your mum will 100% agree with that. She comes in the house sometimes. Well, you know first hand, Charlie, don't you? She'll come in the house sometimes and I'm watching some old classic Doctor Who and she's like, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> and, and so there we go. <laughs> um, but it would be you know remiss of us to dive on into your selection right first of all talking about the 60th anniversary seeing as we are recording today on the 1st of november we have new doctor who this month now we can officially say it so i know you're excited charlie after our watch back and seeing uh david tennant come back you know jodie whittaker regenerate into tennant again um what are your thoughts on the 60th episodes coming up because it's going to be a bit of a different situation for you isn't it yeah it's the first time watching it actually like live, I guess. Mm. Yeah, it is. And you're going to have to do what me and Dan joke about uh, people doing in the olden times, as you may think of it as. When an, <laughs> when an episode finishes, we've got to wait a week for the next one. I can't even Great. watch it live. Can you not? Nope. It's, uh, it's on the 25th and I'll be at uh, True Grit Wrestling in Leeds. <laughs> you melt. <laughs> Well, forgive me for Doctor Who not letting us know when it was actually airing. I booked the ticket for this months ago. Oh, dear me. Never mind. Never mind. I'll be, I'll, I'll be, sat, I'll be sat on my own with my earbuds in watching it on my player on my phone on the time you watch At a wrestling show. With a, with, a few other nerds, with a few other nerds just crowded around me. <laughs> uh, right then. So... Charlie, David Tennant, you have been left with. You have to pick us a story that we have not looked at before. We have no idea what you're going to choose for us. So what have you got for us? It's a two-parter. So it's Silence in the Library and Forest of the Dead. Yes! Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Dan is celebrating like mad there. Now, I know that you were toying with the idea of um, Donna Noble's very first episode, weren't you, the Christmas special? So why did you pick this one above the Donna Noble, Donna, Donna Noble episode? Um, now, why have you decided to go that way? Because I know you were heavily leaning towards the, the Donna Noble. Uh, sorry, bloody hell, I put my teeth in. Donna <laughs> Noble the Donna Christmas Ke- episode. Why have you picked the Donna Kebab episode? Yeah, the Donna Kebab episode. <laughs> why did you go for this one then, Charlie? What is it about this that sort of sticks out in your memory and so on? Um. I really liked it because of River Song being in it, and River Song's one of my favourite characters in Doctor Who as well. Okay. Now, if I remember rightly, this is the one where the spacesuits, um, and you keep getting uh, somebody saying, well, why'd you turn out the lights or something like that over and over again? Yeah. Hey, uh, who turned out the lights? <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. It was the, I think, Vash Denarada or something like that the shadows and they could get in the suits and kill people so creepy flesh brilliant okay i remember it pretty well i'm quite looking is it something to do as well with a kid and a psychiatrist and so on the library 
it was the biggest library in the world, I'm pretty sure, and the library was in the girl's head. Right, yeah, I got it. Brilliant stuff. you got better memory than me, Charlie, I'll tell you that. <laughs> You're excited about that than Dan? Just a bit. It's a fantastic two-parter, and it's, it's absolutely one of my favourites of the Tenant era. It's a, it's a great story. It introduces a massive character in River Song who goes right through to pretty much the end of Capaldi's run, and the Vachta Narada as, as a villain is a really interesting concept. So, because <clears throat> they're not necessarily evil, and they're not necessarily fully sentient. If, so, there's going to be a lot. Of, there's going to be a lot of scopes and great chat of that. I can't wait to dive into it. It's been a little bit since I've watched it, but yeah, okay. I've, I've seen it so many times. Okay, well, great stuff. Well, there you go. It sounds like a good choice, Charlie. So, thank you very much. Never mind. Sounds like it is a good choice. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doke. Right. Thank you for joining us, Charlie. I know you're a bit nervous and a bit worried and, and so on, but you've been brilliant. Um, this now, I think, officially makes it my favourite podcast of all time because I got to talk <laughs> on it. So, <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, is there anything else you want to quickly say? Um, no. <laughs> brilliant <laughs> I, was, I was really hoping for just like a string of swear words just for the laugh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right okie doke uh, we'll let you go then because me and Dan have a few other things to sort out but thank you so much for that and thank you for a brilliant selection and I'm looking forward to covering it with Dan at the end of this season thanks a lot Charlie bye bye okie doke our final four stories of our fifth season of the podcast are in place. Dan, do you want to run through what we've got? Yeah, Chris Lewis ruled Colin Baker and has given us the mysterious planet. Uh, Benny Mack ruled William Hartnell and gave us the Ark. Tom the Publican ruled Tom Baker and gave us Sharda. And your daughter, Charlie, ruled David Tennant and gave us Silence of the Library and Forest of the Dead two-parter. Interestingly, two of the... Uh, Two of the newer Doctors both got two parts for, which will be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. as, as you heard me just before, I'm very excited about Sounds of the Library and Forest of the Dead. Um, Mysterious Planet in the Ark, I know nothing about, so it could go either way. Always exciting, bit of mystery. And yeah. Sharda, I only know by reputation because of how much uh, Rob's talked about it. So I'm very excited to finally be getting into that. We're going to have to properly look into that and decide what we're going to actually watch and review because there's a few different versions and different productions of it i think mm. i may be wrong about that but i think we're going to have to be careful just to make sure that we are both looking at the same thing so <laughs> if we're not it could add to the maximum chaos <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs> but there we go all these stories picked at random via the dice and our previous guests' opinions and choices have given us what we're going to be looking at for the fifth season of this podcast. Quite a mix. And I love the kind of chaotic, madcap, random way that it's been decided upon as well. Some great stories there and some that I know nothing about or can't remember. So it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be another good season, mate, isn't it? I think every season is going to be a good season, but it's been a lot of fun putting this together. Uh, thank you uh, to yourself and to all of our guests for, for coming back and in, indulging my uh, my mad little idea. Uh, it won't be a regular thing. We might see it again in a few seasons, Tanner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just felt, it felt like some, the way things were going, I had to do something a bit different. Um, we may tone things down a bit for season six. Right. 
That sounds, sounds good, mate. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, before we depart then, well, first of all, obviously our first story we're going to be looking at is the Sylvester McCoy story, uh, Remembrance of the Daleks, which is the first story, I think, rolled, isn't it? So it's going to be yeah. interesting looking to that next week here on SJP World Media. But before we get to that, Dan, do you want to let everyone know whereabouts they can find your good self online? Yeah, I'm over on Twitter at DanGriffin21. Uh, if you want to hear more of me talking about stuff, head, head over to Unbooking the Territory at UTT Podcast on Twitter, where we look at the first and last of wrestling. And currently have a side project going on, uh, Unstacking Dad Atari, where we look, we're look we looking at every match, uh, surviving match, I should say, that Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks had uh, from 1977 all the way through to the most watched wrestling match of all time. 18 million people watching them on FA Cup Final Day 1981. Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, and 80,000 people in uh, plus in Wembley as well. So, very excited to uh, continue my British wrestling. <laughs> Easy for me to say, I'm not even had a, even had a beer. <laughs> excited to continue my <laughs> British wrestling education. There we go, mate. There we go. Uh, anything I am involved in, as always, you can find on the network that carries this show. That's at SJP World Media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, all your podcast players, platforms, providers, YouTube, all that great stuff. Make sure you're following, liking, sharing, and everything else. It helps the network out no end. And this show itself, you can also find on Twitter and Facebook at the Doctor Who Pod. That's at the D R W H O P O D at the Doctor Who Pod. Dan, this has been chaotic, crazy, insane, stressful to organise on your side. I imagine. <laughs> I'm glad that I was kept out of a great deal of that. Uh, thank you very much. But brilliant <laughs> stuff, mate. It's, and we've got our stories ready for our fifth season. Fantastic work. Really looking forward to it. Yep, can't wait. And uh, speaking of SJP World Media, I've done it again. While you're on over at SJP World Media, watch the volley with myself, Matt Lewis and Connor from Connor Knows Footy, providing alternate commentary for Premier League games. There we go. I will speak to you next week, my friend. Sylvester McCoy, Ace, Daleks, and all that good shit. Let's get into it. Can't wait. And to everyone else, as always, thank you for listening. There's a jar on a desk at work that says uh, Manx Knobs. Well, apparently the mids, but I don't trust them. Oh, dear. It's going to be another, another 12, 15 weeks of that, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the end, but the moment has been prepared for. I don't want to go. That was a nice nap. Now, down to business. <laughs>